This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Can I be like... You can live anywhere in Minnesota. Anywhere. Where are you going to live? And why? Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show. This beautiful Monday, January 24th, just after the one o'clock hour. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom. That's me. Hi. And Colleen, you might be wondering, why are we talking about where we want to live in Minnesota? I already I've live here. I've been wondering. I've been wondering. Can well, you, can you uh, illuminate that for me? Yeah. Uh, frankly, here's the deal. I was flipping through the Star Tribune, as I want to do on a weekend with a paper... I don't actually have a paper. I saw this online. There is this house that's on sale in South Minneapolis as an old Victorian. And I didn't know anything about this house. And then I just found myself delightfully scrolling through the photos and wishing I, too, would live in a nice Victorian mansion somewhere in the state of Minnesota. Mm -hmm. And I thought, let's just, you know, let's daydream a little bit. You're, you know, nice and relaxed after a hearty winter lunch. Let's just ponder some of our options. 651-641-1071. If you could live anywhere in the state of Minnesota, where would it be? And why? And um, Colleen, feel free to jump in. Holly, let us know when anybody's on the phone. And if you want to follow along uh, or tour this home yourself that I referenced, it is in the Star Tribune, and the headline is Theatrical Queen Anne Home on Heavy Block Healy Block, rather, not Heavy Block. Healy Block in Minneapolis. <laughs> I don't know. If you tried to pick it up, That's it would probably block. be kind of heavy. Ooh, bend with your knees, not your back. Um, this architect and his wife restored this beautiful Victorian home, and um, it was built by his great-grandfather, by the way. I had no oh, idea. Oh, wow. That's awesome. I love history. I love old homes. Sign me up. I want more. Uh, 651-641-1071. If you could live anywhere in Minnesota, where would you live? And Bradley, is that that's the one that's oh, where yeah. you're going straight Find to me, that house? In, it doesn't need to be this particular house, but like mm-hmm. in an old Victorian home somewhere in Minnesota. With like a cupola? Yeah, that's that big roundy thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like a tower. Yeah. You want to go up there and let down your hair? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't need to do all that, but I just want somewhere that's got lots of wood. Mm-hmm. Actually, this one doesn't have a cupola thing, but... Um, mm-hmm. Just, you know, just an, a, a house that has stories and old bones and things you don't see typically in homes these days. Like all this built in woodwork is just phenomenal and amazing. And I love that they took such care to restore it, but also make it something you'd want to actually live in. Because mm-hmm. truth be told, if it was just an old home, um, there wouldn't be a lot of modern conveniences in it. And so they've obviously. Oh, and the kitchen is like unbelievable. I know. The kitchen is amazing. Just yeah. the stairwells, the sort of gingerbread, ex, um, not accessories, but. Yeah. Whatever like, you call um, that gingerbready stuff. Um, 
the little wood. But you can't eat it. You no, can't. You cannot, it's not actual the wood. Bread. It's not edible. Just cutouts. Holly, we have some colors. Let's go to the phones, Holly. Who's on the line? Uh, Lisa is here. Lisa's on the line, and she's got an answer to our question. You can live anywhere, Lisa, in the whole state of Minnesota. Where are you going to live, and why? I'm going to live exactly where I am, and it's your dream, and I'm living your dream because my dream too. Oh, so you live in a big old Victorian home? Yes, I always wanted to. I am a realtor, and I was just out beginning of COVID looking for some other clients, and I happened to stumble upon this gem. It's beautiful, and it's magnificent, and I said, I've got to have it for myself, and there I am. Happy as a clam. Oh, Lisa, I'm so jealous. Is it, um, did it require any, you know, like a certain amount of remodeling or was it pretty much already ready to go? Everything was done. The prior owner had done everything with restoration hardware and um, complete restoration of the bathrooms and the kitchen. All we did was we painted the cupboards white because it was a little dark for my taste. But other than that, nothing. And it does have stories because... It used to belong to the first governor of Minnesota, Governor Marshall. Oh, God. Oh, you how cool really is lucked that? out. Oh, cool. So is that like so, on the historic uh, registry then of some kind? Well, it's not, but maybe it should be. I should check into that. Yeah, you should, Lisa. Yeah, I think you have to do some work on that, but but it's worth it. Do it. Yeah, and interestingly, I had a party last night, and my friend Pamela came over with her ghost app on her phone and she found out that there are no ghosts living there well that's good interesting i mean you might thank you by the way for inviting us to the party yeah it was real nice of you next time i will for sure she's like i ain't inviting those fools (laughs) but but if you do end up getting it uh on a historic registry or some such thing feel free to send us details we won't share them i just want to look at your house it sounds amazing so lisa thank you i'll send them anyway thank you yeah thank you honey um, Thank you. 651-641-1071, you you can live anywhere in the state of Minnesota. Where are you going to live? Are you like Lisa in an old Victorian home? Or are you like Holly somewhere on a farm in the middle of Prairie Land? She's probably not doing that. Holly, who else is on the phone? Jeff. Jeff is on the line. All right, Jeff, where are you living, honey? Oh, I would love to live on Summit Avenue. I, I love downtown St. Paul. I'm Catholic. I could walk to the cathedral. There's the curling club down the street. When I was a kid, my mother took us to a Christmas party at, on Summit Avenue. We, we got invited to someone's home, and I never I fell in love with it as a little kid. And years later in university, I knew a restoration architect who invited me and a friend to stay at his place in the carriage house. And I just, I love Summit Avenue. Every time I go there, I drive through it just to feel like it's my place. Oh, that's amazing. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. I, I too, you know, having uh, gone to school over in that area in St. Paul, we used to walk down Summit every day and just daydream about, you know, which houses we'd like to live in. Listen, if you live on Summit Avenue, you know that if your lights are on, people are looking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. I always was like, why don't people who live there just let other people into their homes? Because, like, it just seems... You know, it seems only fair that the people who live in the neighborhood should be able to come and walk through your home at some point. Yeah, just come on <laughs> I in. I love that. Take off your shoes I love if that. they're dirty, though. I mean, you know, uh, it's an egalitarian view, to be sure, but someday... I, I will would... say... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, I, I too want to walk through your mansions in St. Paul. I stalk Zillow, and whenever one of those is up 
on the market, I click through the pictures just because oh, I'm curious. Sure. What the inside looks like. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, hundred um, percent. Holly, is anyone else on the phone? Uh, no. Colleen, if you could live anywhere, where would it be? You're gonna think it's a cop out. Are you gonna say like my home? Really, it's the truth. I would. I we we live in the house that I always wanted. Yeah. So you do live in. A I'm as happy home. as can be. It's we have a Craftsman Foursquare, which is like my favorite kind of architecture and. Yeah, I love it. I'm, you're going to have to take me out of here feet first. Um, I, I won't do that. I'm not going to be responsible well, for you, that, but other people no, will. No, I won't make you be responsible. You've got other responsibilities. <laughs> See our funeral plans. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Holly, um, you can live anywhere in the state of Minnesota. Where are you going to live? I'd like to live in a glass box. Um, okay. Okay, Holly, was... I've got a question. Yeah. <laughs> I admire your creativity and panache. Like a cool modern glass box in you. the woods, yes. You know we're talking Minnesota, right? Yeah, that's fine, because if it's a glass box in the woods in Minnesota, that means it's going to be properly insulated. Mm. Are you going to insulate that glass, honey? Yeah, exactly. We'll figure it out. (laughs) Okay, Okay, you'll do that in the break. Mm -hmm. When we Mm -hmm. come back, we'll get your full insulation report. And Colleen has for us a Cho-ness bonus. That is a publication chip update with Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas. Right, Colleen? Correct. Fabulous. And well, their baby. Oh, that's right, because they're parents. And we'll tell you all about it when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Um, we have an update from one of our favorite publishing ships here on the Colleen and Bradley Show to share with you. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom. Hi. Don't forget, we got an app where you can listen to all your favorite My Talk shoes live or in a podcast along with our original podcast content. Uh, Colleen, what is the publationship you've got an update for us on today? Uh, well, we call them Chonus, and when we talk about them, we have a little Chonus bonus. It's time for a Chonus bonus. Ooh, what's going on with the Chonus? Nick, okay, so Jonas, well, and Priyanka Chopra. Remember, we were surprised on Friday to get the news that the two of them welcomed a baby via surrogate. Was that just uh, Friday? It was Friday. Holy um, buckets. I know. And it happened very quickly. We got a little notification from our friend Hannah, who was like, hey, guys, FYI. Thank you, by the way, Hannah, for having your finger on the pulse. We were busy talking about other things and didn't see it come across the wire. Anywho, any hoodly doodly, uh, they uh, announced on Instagram and they asked for privacy during this time, which I didn't know what to do with because they've never asked for privacy. In fact, they've asked for the opposite of privacy. Anywho, do you guys remember, it might have been like two months ago, maybe, maybe more. Um, I took one for the team and I watched the Jonas Roast on Netflix. Yeah, I actually watched, um, I think oh, I that's watched right. you most watched of it some as well. Of it yeah. Too. yeah. Oh, thank you guys. Okay, so you're welcome. Do you? You're welcome. Do you remember the part where Priyanka Chopra, because I and I know you watched the the part where she did her routine, yep. her roasty routine, because we talked about it. But one of the things she she did in this routine that it really did look like the brothers had never seen um, or didn't know what she was going to say. She said the following. She said. Uh, I love that I married a man who, like myself, values family. If you don't know, we're the only couple who doesn't have kids yet, meaning the only couple of the brothers. Yeah. Who doesn't have kids yet. And then she said, 
which is why I'm excited to make this announcement. Sorry, babe. And then she said, we're expecting dot, dot, dot. And that's when the camera panned over to Nick. And he, the look on his face was like, I don't know what's about to happen. Mm. And then, and it was like, I think we read it as, is she about to announce that she's having a baby and he doesn't know it. But now in retrospect, if they just had a baby via surrogate, it could be the look of somebody who's like, oh, God, she's going to tell the world the thing that we had agreed not to tell. Mm, But then she follows it up by saying to get drunk tonight and sleep in tomorrow. And then she like dropped her mic. And everything was hilarious, and he looked relieved, and they hugged and pretend so kissed like because they're not real. Is what you're saying? Well, what's interesting about it is, I honestly think all of that was planned for the exact same reaction. Because here's the thing, you know, you know the, you know Chonus, they want you to talk about them. It would be weird for them to drop a statement and then just walk away, like literally ask for privacy and then actually get it right. Yeah. So naturally everybody's going back to that moment and saying oh what really was happening here like did he make that face because she was spilling the beans about the fact and then he was relieved that she didn't actually tell right when we were reading it a whole different way in the moment yeah. do you see what i'm saying yeah so it's just like all of this feels but why brilliantly I orchestrated but what i don't understand is like why would i mean if if you're doing this why wouldn't you want us to know Right, what like you, you every other aspect oh. of your relationship has been in public. Why would this be the one piece of your, especially since the I think the criticism has been, or at least the the blind items have suggested that this relationship is far more publicity based than anything else. Um, which is why I think that there is no baby. Or if okay, there you is a baby, said this earlier in the show. Now I'm 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 interested. I'm intrigued. I must know more. Where uh, is this coming from? You think my head? It's you coming think from my head. That it is possible that they announced a baby to the world that they're being very secretive about. Mm-hmm. Only there's no actual baby. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I believe. Okay, I believe I'm, that there I... will will be a baby, but it will not be their baby. What? Oh my gosh, what, Colleen? You're so rude. Why would they do that? What do you I mean? Think well, gonna... first of all, the baby was born via surrogate. We don't know what that means, like the details of that, right? Right. right. I'm just saying these two are so secretive, or are so secretive about this one thing. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
and have asked for privacy. And I just feel like that's an out of some sort. Like either there isn't a baby and we're just going to like hear about a pretend baby. I don't, or That just seems a little ludicrous because at some point you have to, I mean, you have fine, to. Or they'll cast a baby in their lives. But why wouldn't they not have already done that? Here's the, the reason I'm pushing back is because to me, it seems like the more uh, likely scenario, potentially, unless you're going to put on your full tinfoil hat, is they just haven't inked the deal with whatever outlet. Because, like, you know, look at all of the celebrities who engage in public relationships, whether sure. it's whether it's, you know, engagements, marriages, weddings. Um, honeymoons, children, usually this then leads to, if you're living your relationship in public, at some point, you're going to have like a full court press experience that you have curated. And knowing these two, it's going to be highly sponsored. And so I wonder if it's just a matter of them not having those deals signed. Sure. And I think both can be true. Like, again, I think they're going to cast a baby. So there might be a spread, and that baby is going to come from central casting. I just cannot but buy then their a baby's world. going to grow up. Like, are you saying that? And they'll cast a new baby. I'm just saying okay, I cannot. All right, she's I just. All in. It is. This is my conspiracy right. theory of the day. Colleen's conspiracy corner. Chonus mm-hmm. bonus continues. But when we come back, we've got Lord and Lady D-Bag, celebrities actually behaving badly, right in our very in front of our very own eyes. And we'll do that when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Uh, people doing dumb things that are celebrities. Here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, we created a whole segment around it. Good afternoon, I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom. Hello. Hello. And uh, here are some uh, lords and ladies D-bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your D-bag, biatch? The Daily Mail. Oh, good. Okay, what's going on with the Daily Mail? Well, and maybe like a little bit of Gwyneth Paltrow, but only because she's Gwyneth Paltrow, like for no other reason in this story. Other than she Um, exists. She's just like, you know, her Gwyneth Paltrow-ness. I mean, okay, so Gwyneth Paltrow, uh, over the weekend, I believe it was over the weekend, or maybe it was late last week. Uh, No, Sunday. Um, On Sunday... On her Instagram account, she unveiled the new uh, Goop clothing line. It's called G-Label. Isn't that clever? Glabel. G-Label. Global. (laughs) Anyway, she used her Instagram to... um, to show some of the pieces from this new clothing line. And I'll be honest, like, I think the clothing looks super comfortable and super fashionable. Like, it's all very cute stuff. Um, The Daily Mail, though, did the thing that they always do, where they had to objectify a woman in order to um, sell it. The headline is, Gwyneth Paltrow, 49, flashes her taut tummy as she shares the first 2022 drop of Goop's fashion line, G-Label. And I'm like, jeez. Yeah, exactly. In one photograph, she has... Her, the, like she's holding the sweater in her hand and you can see like a little peekaboo of her tummy. <laughs> peekaboo and of tummy. course, 
Daily Mail has to zone in on that because if it's because sex sells as far oh, as they're sure. concerned still. Yeah. Oh, God. I just sometimes get like real eye rolly with the Daily Mail trying to tell us what body parts somebody was showing in order to trying to be something. full of sexy. How dare they? And that Gwyneth Paltrow. But the clothes are cute. You can the buy clothes them? are adorable. I, Holly, I feel like you would buy all of these things. Yeah, but the problem is, is those pants are probably like $500. <sighs> yeah, yeah also, they're not cheap. Those, yeah. um, oh, the sweater's five ninety five, and oh, that, I mean, stop it! And you I, don't mean five dollars and ninety five cents? No, I mean five hundred ninety five dollars. Yeah, Remember, Gwyneth Paltrow ain't nothing going to be cheap over there because this is all about mm-hmm. being aspirational. Emphasis on the ass. Okay, but can I tell you what my favorite part is? This is where the Daily Mail gets high marks for me. They include in their article, uh, you know, as part of the advertising portion. Now get one like it for less, and you can actually get a sweater similar to that for way less <laughs> using their affiliate links. Yeah, of course. Thanks, Daily Mail. Thanks, guys. They're looking out for you. God, that's so expensive. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Those pants are $295. Nobody, yeah. The nobody... whole look is darn near $1,000. Right. And the pants are a cream color, and you know you're just going to sit in something oh. when you wear them outside the first oh. time. Yeah, that's asking for a coffee accident. Yeah, or worse. And I mean that in more than one way. Mm-hmm. It could go a number of directions, if you know what I mean. Okay. <laughs> one or two. All right. Hey. Emphasis on the two. <laughs> Bing, boom. Okay. Um, <laughs> the Daily Mail is your D-bag, and that's, it's a day that ends in Y, so it doesn't surprise yeah. me. My Who's D- your D-bag? Thank you for asking. My D-bag You're today welcome. is none other than Prince Nasty. Otherwise known as Prince Andrew. But this is like the weirdest story ever. And frankly, I'm happy to report that it's not about him being like the biggest creeper, although it's creepy. Don't get me wrong. But -hmm. we don't have to talk about teenagers and sex trafficking in this story. But what we do need to do is read this headline from The Sun. Heirs Bears. I had to line up Prince Andrew's 72 teddy bears in size order. It was no picnic. (laughs) Okay, why? I know you're asking me what the heck this is about. Cut to a picture of a woman named Charlotte Briggs holding teddy bears next to her face. And uh, a story about how she had to arrange Prince Nasty's 72 soft toys. Uh... Each and every day uh, when she worked for Prince Nasty. And I love this story because it's literally the most bizarre thing. Literally, it's about her arranging his teddy bears. She says that she had to carefully rearrange these teddy bears whenever he was ready for bed. As soon as I got the job, she said, I was told about the teddies and it was drilled into me how he wanted them. I even had a day's training. Everything had to be just right. It was so peculiar. But he absolutely loved the teddies and was clear how he wanted them arranged. And honestly, there's even, apparently in 2010, they found this diagram of where he wanted his different teddies placed on his bed. For example, um, apparently, supposedly, a teddy bear with a dress and a necklace needed to be in the upper, what is that, right-hand corner. Mm -hmm. On the opposite side was a gray hippo. There were three pillows, Daddy, Ducks, and Prince. Ah. 
And then he had some duck pillows. Then there was a hippo, a stuffed hippo that needed to be in the middle of the blanket on the front of the bed. And a Black Panther and uh, a weird poofy thing. I, 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 the secondhand embarrassment of hearing <laughs> so that, weird. I want to rapture myself so that I am just a pile of clothes in the studio so I don't have to listen uh, to that. It is just so bizarre. And, and But wait, there's more. Uh, Remember I said 72. So around his room each day, she had to organize 72 teddy bears. That is just that. Can I get off this timeline? I have so many thoughts running through my head in this moment, all at the same time. Like that is equal parts, like a gross flex on his part to be like, your job will be to arrange my teddy bears. But then also teddy bears, you have teddy bears. Yeah. And then also (laughs) Like, that's kind of, I don't know why, I don't trust a man with teddy bears. Well, also, it's not just teddy bears, it was like a teddy bear with a necklace, uh, a Mm -hmm. happy hippopotamus, duck pillows. I mean, it's not like he's Peter Pan, right? Like, this is not a a person who's embraced, I don't know, it just comes across a little creepy, if you ask me. Yeah. She goes on to say in this article, "Um, it took me about a half hour to arrange them, the most bizarre thing to be paid for. Then at bedtime, I had to take all the teddies off the bed and arrange them them around the room they each had a set place we had to stack the smaller ones in an unused fireplace again in size order to make them look pretty his two favorite bears sat on two thrones either side of the bed the others would sit at the foot of the bed on the floor listen you two i know you're very excited for this season of the crown featuring andrew and his i hope that he puts this in this in this season of The Crown, but something tells me we're not getting anything that juicy. It kind of brings a oh, whole new gosh. perspective to Fergie, Sarah Ferguson's penchant oh. for telling children's stories on YouTube. Oh, I bet that she uses those teddy bears as puppets. Did you see this? Like, literally this diagram? Here, I'm going to put see, this. I, Click on I'm this. looking at... Okay, I was looking at the picture, like the purple picture of andy's teddy crew or whatever it's called no if you click on the next link this one shows the 2010 alleged diagram i mean it's it's a visual mock-up of this diagram it's not oh my gosh but like imagine you walk into an adult's room i mean it it looks like your daughter's like dream come true or like any young girl's like stuffed animal dreams yes Oh, gross. And not that a grown man can't like a teddy bear, but, you know, making a a grown-ass woman arrange your 70-some teddy bears is like Mm. a weird thing. Let's just be clear. You can like teddy bears, but don't make it public because, (laughs) again, that's... No. I don't know. I don't know know why. I just think there's something real fetishy with this. Oh, I'm sure. Do you remember that kid that just got... (laughs) I almost got off. But he got probation. (laughs) For, 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 for the Olaf and the target. Yes. Oh, I know. This is what I'm saying. I think. Oh, gro- he's gross. Oh, that's nasty. I, mm, mm-hmm. Again, that's nasty. If you have a childhood toy that you love, by all means. But 78, and they don't need to have like an audience. You don't need to have an audience when you're in bed with well, your animals staring at you. I mean, that's probably part of it. That's he creepy. wanted a little bit of an audience. Listen, <laughs> if this woman writes. 
a book, I'm reading every word of it twice. Oh, for sure. Well, oh, yeah. I mean, she says basically that, you know, they got notes, like if things would be out of place. I just imagine being that person who has to be the housekeeper in that scenario. I, right? That's but, you and, know, like, and then just being like, what is going on with these upper class nitwits? So that, as, oh, as somebody who watched Remains of the Day and wanted to work in British service <laughs> as a child, which what weird world did I grow up in where I didn't want to be the like royalty? I wanted to be like the maid. But if I were the maid in a royal home, I would be like if this if this happened to me, if I showed up on day one and they're like, you're going to have to Prince Andrew really likes teddy bears. You got to arrange them. I'd be like, OK, sign me up. Also, I'm going to bring my notebook with me because when I leave service, I shall be publishing a book that has all this crazy business in it. And when that bleeper, you know, leaves this planet, I am publishing my book. Can I read my favorite that I really just want to marinate in my favorite thing that um, this lady said? Actually, it wasn't even. It was... This is from a different article. The former royal cop, Paul Page, who worked in the Royal Protection Command from 1998 to 2004, explained that Prince Andrew would, quote, shout and scream if the bears weren't put in the right order by the maids. Well, uh, again, he has... He, the know, grown man he's would, mommy's... quote, shout and scream. I mean, th- this is royalty, man. You're raised in a world where you can't do no wrong. Mm. Until you mm-hmm. do. Until you do, and then mommy cuts off your allowance, but don't worry, she'll take care of you. She's just not going to do it in mm-hmm. public, because that won't look good. Oh, I cannot wait for the next season of The Crown! <laughs> it can't come too soon. All right, when we come back, we have so... I was going to make a really off-color joke. Thank you, thank you for not. When we come back, our good friends Colleen and Bradley will bring us, us. to a D-Bag Double Down, right here on My Talk 107.1. Roberts, and welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show as we kick the cans of celebrity stories down the road a little bit further, uh, headed towards Lori and Julia that kick things off at three. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen. Hi. And uh, we had so many celebrities behaving badly today. We had to do another heap and helping in a segment we like to call a D-Bag Double Down. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Get your eye rolls out or roll your eyes Mm. out or however you want to think about it because you guys, Julia Fox is unfazed by reality, but also Kanye West's relationship with her because you guys quote Julia Fox, you know, who's dating Kanye West. Mm -hmm. I've dated billionaires my entire adult life. Jeez. Listen, if I were sitting at a dinner party with her and she said that to me, I would kick the person I was with under the table. Be like, did you just hear her? Yeah, I would roll my eyes. I, I don't think I'd talk to her for the rest of the night. That's ridiculous. This so she stupid. was on an episode this last Friday of Forbidden Fruits, which I feel like I should know about this podcast because it's two of my favorite things. Fruit and, and forbiddenness? forbiddenness. No, I don't know. It's Ava Louise 
Oh, wait, no. Fruit, Forbidden Fruits with Julia Fox and Nikki. Oh, is this her podcast? This must be oh, her podcast. Her oh, my God. She's talking oh, about listening. herself. No, on honey, her... you're not going to listen to that. You're no, not going to listen to I that. I take that back. I thought it was maybe, you know. Forbidden Fruits sounds like a wonderful gay podcast, if you ask me. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If there's not <laughs> two gays doing forbidden fruit somewhere, um, get on the stick. Well, I'm sorry, that was a poor choice of words. I was trying to say if you haven't started, also this another podcast, great name for a gay podcast. Po- Get on the stick. <laughs> okay. Um, but while we're waiting for that uh, podcast to come out, I want to tell you about what she said about herself on her own podcast. Quote. <laughs> quote. People are like, oh, you're only in it for the fame. You're in it for the clout. You're in it for the money. Honey, I've dated billionaires my entire adult life. Let's keep it real. <sighs> well, I'm sorry. What? What exactly? And, and I know I'm dumb, and I know I'm dumb. But what exactly is she trying to say there? Well, you know, Colleen, she used to be an attention seeker in her younger years. She says, you know, she's 31 now. She's no longer just looking for coverage that inevitably comes with you know being in a relationship with a celebrity. She says it's funny because all this attention I'm getting, but I really couldn't care that I'm just about creating art and putting things out into the world. I mean. Colleen, watch my movie. Read my book. That is more thrilling to me right now than eyes on me. I couldn't care less. Okay, here's here's where she lost me. It was in the very beginning. (laughs) Like, did she have she said when she said people say I'm in it for the money, I'm in it for the fame or something. I'm paraphrasing. And then tried to correct the record by saying, I've been dating billionaires my entire adult life. Do you know what that tells me? That she's been that in it for the money. That tells me you're in it for the money. And you've just been, you're just still yeah. doing Well, that. no, Colleen, Colleen, it's because billionaires understand me. Sure. Because, uh-huh. you know, the world is full of <laughs> a lot of people. Okay, it's, it's like this lady and, <laughs> on Joe Millionaire said, one of the contestants oh on Joe Millionaire was like, I'm not a gold digger, I'm a gold finder. Okay. Yeah, it's the same it's thing. It's the same, you <laughs> moron. Same thing. And also, me too. So kudos right? you. I don't judge someone, but just don't act like you're not doing what we all see you doing. Like, I honestly don't care. If somebody l- had the kahunis, the the bulls, if you will, to show up and say, yes, I don't want to have to work. And what I would like to do is do whatever the heck I want and not think about collecting a paycheck. And you think that the easiest way to do that for yourself is to date someone who's a billionaire. I'd be like, 
kudos. If that great. works for you, great. Yeah, like, and thank you for being honest. At least nope. you're honest about no it. No problem. Like, if you think that there are people out there, I, I, just don't pee on my leg and tell and me it's raining. Thank you, Judge Judy. Or don't pee See, on my leg and tell me it's orange juice. Well, and this is the thing that Julia, what Julia Fox is trying to do there on is her justify own podcast. it to her. Yeah, she's justifying it to herself. Like, yeah. she's trying to make herself okay with the choices that she's making. Don't t- don't tell me it's art. Leave me alone. I'm no. She's canceled. Bye. <laughs> oh my god, you're you're now canceling people. <laughs> I mean, I've never done it before. It felt good. <laughs> Anybody else that you want to cancel? Mm, um, not so yet. Again, just to remind you, this is the Prince Andrew and his teddy bears. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Bye. They're canceled. All seventy-two of them. Um, she did on her own podcast about herself talk about the time that she was in the same room with a bunch of uh, other celebrities that she's not clout chasing because you'll remember do you remember she was in the uh well, I don't know where she actually was but Madonna was there Kanye yep. West was there yep. uh Floyd Mayweather Evan Ross like there were all these people there so she opens up about this this star de- star excuse me words are hard star studded dinner Wherein she was with Kanye West, Madonna, and a host of other notables included, but not limited to Evan Ross, Floyd Mayweather, and ex-Tampa Bay Buccaneers player Antonio Brown. Quote, there was a lot going on. Madonna was there. I was actually supposed to be a dinner for just Madonna and I, and all these other celebs crashed. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have to look something up right now. She's isn't she involved with Madonna's movie or she's supposed to be playing Debbie Mazar in Madonna's movie. Allegedly. Allegedly. Okay. So here's my question and I'm about to try to verify this right now. I want to know. I've been dating billionaires my whole life. What other billionaires by the way? mm -hmm. I want to know how many of these podcasts, how many episodes there are. Like, was she just like, I'm going to be famous now, and so I better have a podcast. But no, it looks like it's been going on since uh, October of 2021. That's this year, honey. That's like within a couple months. I know. I know. I I thought that this was like her first episode. Oh, no, no, no. But still, to me, this is like somebody. It's a new one. (laughs) Yeah. They talked to a Nexium loyalist, a real housewife. Uh, a New okay. York legend who famously did some stuff. Oh, who said I couldn't spend another summer meeting deadlines behind a computer where I could be on the rooftop looking for shooting oh. stars and doing drugs with my friends. You guys, is this all this stuff coming from the episode entitled Behind the Scenes with Julia Fox? Probably. Uh, let me just let me read you the descriptor for that episode. Today we come to you with a PSA that can't wait till Friday. Julia has been all over the internet this week, so it's only right for her to address some of the rumors. Oh, sorry, the controversies and set the record straight. From a hotel room in L.A., Julia talks about her romance with Ye and sends a heartfelt message to her ex-husband, Peter. Can't wait to listen. Billionaires, man. I've been dating them my whole life. And when we return, Colleen and I want to talk to you. Colleen, you have a question for us, and it's all about foods we've never tried, right? Yes. What is the common food that you've legitimately never tried? 651-641-1071.